to see something scary on this movie review extravaganza. Hello, everyone. I am not Corey Coleman, just to get that out the way real quick. Hello, everybody. I'm Julian Hemmendinger. If you haven't seen me before on the show, hello. And I am joined today by the one and only Martin Thomas. Martin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Julian. It's Please. good to have you here. I'm happy it's to be here. It's the first time for us to do this together. Yes, it, it will be interesting. I think it's going to go pretty well. I though. think so. Talking to you right before the show got started, I was like, I got confidence in this man. You see that? Someone believes in me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so does Corey Coleman to put you in the seat. Yeah, yeah, he does. Know, that, that's a real honor right there. Uh, and don't think that it is not going <laughs> unnoticed. <laughs> it's my first time riding this bike, as I was telling Martin, but please bear with me. I think this should go pretty smoothly. I've been practicing. And who am I talking to? Of course, I'm talking to none other than the chat fam. Almost got it. <laughs> I'm going to say talking, I'm talking to this chair. I'm talking to nobody. <laughs> uh, but hello, everybody. How's it going? Look at the chat there. They're all excited. Yeah. M no fro and humdinger. Live. <laughs> so you've had a whole life of being called humdinger. Are you just kind of over it now? Oh, what's going on here? Hold on. Oh, the buttons are snapping. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, it was uh, it was probably like in high school they mm -hmm. were calling me that. Right, like, right, that right. was like they were calling me a five uh, five toolbox or something. I don't know. I, I'm a not I'm not big on sports. Wait, wait, a five toolbox? Yeah, it's like a it's a baseball terminology or something. Oh, like uh, like a five. I don't remember it. I'm I'm already fucking this up. But uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I always thought a humdinger was like, "Ooh, that was a humdinger." Yeah, that's how I always heard it. Yeah, that that's also a terminology it was used for because my because originally I was just going to use my last name, like my full name, mm -hmm. just to advertise myself as much as possible for acting roles. I was just going to do Julian Hemmendinger. Her, but yeah. that name is too long, so yeah. I, I had to shorten it down, and I made it Humdinger. So now it will follow me for the rest okay, of my okay. life. So you were using it yourself that way? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Because Corey was always in Julian Humdinger. I was a Hemmendinger. Yeah. Hemmendinger. <laughs> and people, you know, some sometimes they can be very what's the persnickety about their names. Yes. And what they're called. I'm not one of those people. Uh, I even on my own stream, I my puppets call me bitch boy. So like whatever wow. works. All right. Well, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I, much appreciated. At least, uh, at least. Well, you know what? We haven't finished the show yet. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't, I'm going to lock myself in anything. Speed it up there, bitch boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Chad, we are here. We have to bring the fear for the Haunted Mansion and got a couple of things lined up for you. But first, I wanted to, you know, say hello to the chat, which check, we did that. Mm. And uh, I wanted to ask you yeah. about your trip to San Diego and oh, yeah, Comic-Con. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was, uh, you know what? It was a good 
albeit very expensive, trip. Um, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, Southern California. You don't go to San Diego and not spend a lot of money, whether you want to or not. And in, and believe me, it wasn't like, oh, I, he went to the convention and spent so much money buying collectibles and books. No, I'm just talking about bars. Food. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> food and drink. Uh, it was a good trip going with, with, with three friends. Uh, Chris Cox, who you guys probably know, uh, and a couple other guys from one of us dot net, uh, Wright Sulik and uh, Mike Riojas. And, um, and you know what? A lot of it is to Chris and I have always traveled well together, mm -hmm. but it was to see, like, what's it like traveling with four guys? And flight wise, everything went smoothly. Not so much with the room. Uh, Hotels can be a pain at times like well, that. Well, there was a couple of guys we've known for a while who have the money and we're getting a big Airbnb for all of us. And we find that in between flights, our connecting flight, that the Airbnb people were flakes and didn't get back to them. Mm. And it's now vaporized. Like we're <laughs> on our way there and we find out it's gone. That is that is the worst when plans fall through like that. But yeah. it seems seems like they still went well. Well, they you know what they they were able to just get a room at probably the most expensive hotel, the one right next to the convention center, and put us up in one of those because they felt bad and they were getting some refunds back. But it meant that we landed at nine a.m. and we couldn't check in till four p.m. So we so that means one thing. Yeah. Time to hit the bars. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that's what it was. It was OK. We'll drop our stuff off and we'll hit the bars because we had eaten once we as soon as we landed. So we couldn't really eat. And you go like, well, how do you kill time? Like as an adult, how do you kill time? Because there's no place that's going to let you just loiter. Even going to a bar, you can only nurse a drink for so long before it's <laughs> like, hey, you got to buy something. This ain't a library. Uh, oh, I, guess, I guess I answered my question. We could have gone to the library. But uh, <laughs> that, that you were there for those funny books. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, a, a day of, you know, just day drinking until night um, and then resting and met up with them and food. Uh, it was a lot of that, but it was it was so much fun. I spent, I guess, a day, a little, little more than a half day at the convention. Honestly, I just don't I don't chase the geek stuff you know i don't worship at the altar like before i'm just kind of you're not going to drop to your knees to kiss the feet of spider-man well <laughs> you know i've done it so many times it was 10 years since the last time i was there and in that time i kind of got bored but you know it's for me it's a good like old home week where i see friends who i never see any other time yeah i saw some pictures it looked like you guys had a good time we, and i don't want to stop this conversation but someone did the the hyper chat oh, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. so i want to pay attention to it and it's it's a little bit random i think but we will we will go with it sure uh did you know that congress is putting together a ufo hearing for tomorrow I didn't know it was tomorrow, but I knew it was coming. Yeah, I feel like I've heard about some of that stuff going on. Like, you know, more and more they're like, man, I, I talked to Bigfoot this week like he's out there. I mean, you know, they, I, you, know you hear that, OK, it's being entertained and, and Biden is making things uh, declassified and they're actually going to talk about it. But I was like, this is just going to fuel people's like there's, there's enough conspiracy theories and paranoia out yeah. there already. Yeah. The response to this is going to be like, all right, now you see how right I've been about all this. Now, how about the reptiles? Those are next, yeah, right? It's just, you know, I mean, hey, it's going to be a spike in sales of, of tinfoil hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm curious to see uh, what technology we'll get out of this, what we're going to hear about. And if it's just going to be a whole bunch of stuff that we've already heard about, you know yeah. what I mean? 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, unless it's some way to affect our daily lives. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, in a positive way. I mean, yeah. Well, this just in, we're going to get super rollerblades from the aliens. Right. That's that's the biggest hope. <laughs> uh, but uh, apart from, uh, you know, going to the altar, as you, the nerd altar, as you called it, uh, I found some pictures online of uh, what you posted. And I'd, I'd love to hear, like, uh, if there's any neat anecdotes or anything that you have about that. All right. Let me pull it up here. Uh, I do have to give a shout out to some fans I met out there. Yeah. As I was walking around, people would call my name. I'd turn around. Uh, two in particular, uh, brothers, Carlos and Jorge, who were dressed as uh, Wario and, and, and Bowser. Wow, wow, uh, wow. Nice. Had a great time talking to them. Old friend Tyler McPhail caught up my old friend Joe. Uh, 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 God damn it. <laughs> Joe Phillips. Uh, but Wardell Brown. Wardell mm -hmm. Brown is an artist, fantastic artist and animator who lives right around here. Um, so go to Wardell.com, check out his work, and I'm hoping to have him re reconnect with him, have him come on the show. You heard the man. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. To, and you could talk about your experiences of yeah, being yeah, there yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. But you took some pretty nice pictures, I thought. You, you saw some neat stuff. Some of it is video. Forgive me. I'm still new at doing this, so I wasn't able to pull up the video. But I got some good action shots, oh, okay. if you will, starting with uh, with this little pod race I caught here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so tell me about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just walking the floor. Uh, you know, I went on a on a Friday, and I guess Saturday might have been the day to go to see most of the cool stuff because there's a lot of a lot of cosplayers walking around. But somehow the costumes aren't as exciting as they once were, and I don't know if that's because really? well, now that the comic book companies are actually doing them for real. Oh yeah, they're paying <laughs> someone. There's like here's ten thousand dollars. Go walk around as them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they had those two droids just just rolling by on the floor, and I thought, ah, oh, this is cool. Yeah, that is neat. That that makes me think, man, maybe, just maybe, there's a chance for Star Wars. Just, just, <laughs> just seeing two droids go by, it's not going, that's not enough. <laughs> Come on. But, but speaking of Star Wars, this, I, I screenshotted it the exact way that I wanted it. Uh, you'll see what I mean. Uh, they got Baby Yoda looking like he just took a rip from the bong. I thought that that, that drawer what do you call it that uh that I mean, robot. animatronic yeah that animatronic's incredible looking it was like i'm walking by and going like yeah same stuff as last year whoa and it just looked like when you're there it's life size and it moves in such a way it's like this looks real props yeah. to this yeah was that was that like an official star wars thing was that just some guy like hey made this in my basement you know what i wasn't sure but it was surrounded by a lot of official star wars stuff mm -hmm. but it wasn't at like the star wars booth mm -hmm. it was adjacent like a little bit further down because you see a lot of things around that don't belong to you know it, it's uh it's booth or it's it's setup so mm -hmm. you never know like they have little satellite stations but uh no man that thing was really cool you know, the, the the weird thing is you walk around that exhibit hall and like action figures, you'll see some that are just like, wow, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's that is what... amazing. And it'll turn out they're it's not for sale. They're like just going like, look at this cool thing. Is that... this one of those action figures that's not for sale? Yeah. Yeah. It's in a glass case. And you can look at it, but it's not like you can go around and buy it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that would cost a pretty penny. Yeah, they had a bunch of those uh, those Naruto's, but uh, that, that was the one I, I, I liked the most. And some of the other ones I saw, which definitely 
I'd be surprised to hear if they were official were these ones. I, I didn't know that they made true romance no, action figures. No, me either. Me either. But they probably are official. You just have to, what's that say? Syndicate? Syndicate collectibles. collectibles. Yeah, I bet if you go to their website, you can find them and buy them. But the thing is, yeah, it's like you couldn't buy them there. Mm-hmm. But oh, you, but that's you, so strange. I know, I know. You'd see a lot of stuff. That, like The coolest things I saw weren't either weren't available there mm-hmm. and or they were prohibitively expensive. Because there, there was some like, like a little Batman that was mostly like a cloth suit, but looked, uh, I was like, okay, that's cool. How much is that? And I go, I don't want to pay. Well, I, have, I don't want to pay a hundred bucks for it. It's, uh, yeah, a hundred dollars for like something. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A it was, bottle it was opener small. size. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's that's too much. But, but but that's me. There's people there buying stuff and enjoying it, and I'm not looking down on any of them. No, for sure. I mean, yo, live your best life yeah. and own what you want to own. But this next thing that I saw uh, that you posted, I thought this was pretty cool because it's it's truly anime come to life. It was uh, this uh, this oh, thing yeah. from that <laughs> one from my, my, my neighbor Totoro. The, yes, the, the cat bus. Yeah, that are those your friends or is that... no, 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 no. They they were just that was a thing of you know you get in line and you step up and you man. Can climb I inside. love I love your style of like <laughs> just taking pictures of other people. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna waste my time waiting in line <laughs> no. asking someone to take my picture. It ain't going down like well, that. That's, that's the thing. Like you got to be into it enough that you are willing to wait in line for a lot of stuff. And the kid does not wait in lines anymore. Matter of fact, even like when I wanted to eat, I went to a place that had a short line. I was like, nope, I'll just walk another eight blocks. (laughs) (laughs) Really quick, Tarlin says in the hyper chat, hey, with Corey overseas, didn't know if there was going to be a show tonight. Thanks for broadcasting the show tonight. Hey, thanks for the $10. Yeah, thanks, Don. I would have come by to pick up that thing, but since Corey's not here, it doesn't matter. Okay, so I want to want to make sure that I keep the chat, you know, on cue and everything. I only got a few more pictures yeah, yeah, yeah. to show. And yeah, yeah. This, and, and I could have taken a lot. I just I don't know. Yeah, there, there was other stuff that you took pictures of. Like you you saw someone of uh, Pennywise dresses Pennywise, oh, which yeah, is pretty yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. But I just didn't pull that one up because yeah, yeah, like yeah. people seen that. Yeah, but yeah. not that it wasn't a great picture. No, it was a great costume. Yeah. It was enough for me to stop and go like, all right, I, mean, I got to take a picture of this. Did you notice that the lady that was standing next to him had a purse that was a red balloon? Mm-hmm. And it said, <laughs> I think there was like a hashtag on it says we float. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, <laughs> they, they, they really planned out for people to photograph them at all angles. Well, you know, you also have a thing where. Oh, here's a perfect shot, and then you don't get your your photo in time. And And, and someone's like, and I'm walking here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But something that I saw from someone who has been a part of the the community uh, so long that they were a Spilio when I first met them, Mm -hmm. and they're a very accomplished artist. And if you guys saw anything uh, that you want me to pull up, uh, if you... Post in the hyper chat. I will do my best to pull it up. But uh, Jehudi San on Instagram, shout out to him because he made something really incredible that I wanted to show you guys. This is a sculpture of Batman's bust that is made up of, I believe, 2,964 46 little pieces. And what, what, just, what material is it? I think that that's made of metal, I want to guess. I don't know, but it's it's something that on the computer, he put together a whole bunch of stuff and then slowly compiled it. Okay. 
Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it is. And let me just show you some of the other angles on it, because there's there's some really cool details. And oh, obviously, wow. you got that Batman logo on there. Goodness. Yeah. But one thing that I really wanted to show off is under his armpits. Got them stinky bats, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that was a really nice detail. I like this this uh, whole cathedral incredible. look. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Very it, gothic. Yeah, that definitely belongs like as a gargoyle on mm -hmm. a cathedral. Yeah. And then, yes, this, okay, this, this was the last thing that I was going to bring up. People are probably like, what is that from? Well, Martin posted this image on uh, on Facebook and he was like, man, here they go. They go again, posting those things and uh, or handing those things out. And I have never seen this before. So I was wondering if you could enlighten me and the chat. Wow. To if what I know you were going to bring this up, I would have brought it with me <laughs> so I could really illustrate what this is. Uh, it, it cuts off there, but it's a, a lengthwise little, they call them tracks, but they're, they're little comic books. Okay. Um, and they are religious comic books. Oh. But they are not religious comic books in the way you think. Okay. They, every one of these, and there's hundreds of them, every, almost every one of them, some are just telling a Bible story and the artwork is amazing. But in these, the artwork's not so amazing, but they're like Tales of the Crypt. Every, every single one of them, it's always a morality tale. And like this one in particular, it tells the story of this, it goes through the story of the life of this baby, um, baby to toddler, to teenager, to young man, to married guy, and then on the road in a cattle call of people and somebody saying, hey, you're going the wrong way, come over here. <laughs> And the wife is like, no, come on, we need to keep going. And they walk the path of everyone else and end up in hell. Uh, it's like, hey, this guy tried to I mean, pull you over and save you. Yeah. Uh, but there's this, like I said, it is so worth, okay, they call Chick Tracks. Okay. And the publisher is Jack Chick. Okay. And if you go to jackchick.com, you can buy a huge bundle of these. For, to hand them out? Yes. But, but you can buy a sampler pack. And it's like maybe four bucks and, and it's it, it's this thick and each one is different. It's, a, it's all of, but you can also read every one of them online. And I swear, if you start reading them, you'll go down a rabbit hole. So how many years have they been producing these? Because it seems like they've been doing them for decades. I first discovered them when I was going to concerts when I was a teenager. Uh, and there's so for hundreds of years, yeah, now. <laughs> basically, uh, yeah, you'd, uh, if there wasn't somebody on the street handing them to you, you go to the bathroom and they'd be there <laughs> or sometimes they'd just be dropped on the street. Yeah. Hidden and, under the toilet paper. And when you, as a kid or a young person, you read them, they're scary as shit. <laughs> they scare the hell out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you like Stephen, Stephen King cross-eyed uh, type yeah, of scary. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, but, you, you know, you get older and you watch them, you go like, wow, that's so fucked up. And they have some that are about the dangers of uh, Dungeons and Dragons, um, Mormonism, uh uh, uh, being a Jewish. <laughs> That's really dangerous. <laughs> Trust me, I'm speaking from experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hinduism, uh, so many doomsday into the world scenarios. A lot of them, uh, there's, a, there's a great one I love about uh, these two truckers that stop at a truck stop. And um, they find the glory hole. They, <laughs> <laughs> if they redid that, they'd do that now. But the two truckers, they see... Uh, another truck with something that, with, a, with a sticker on it says, Jesus loves you. And they're like, oh, that guy must be some kind of sissy. 
And this huge eight foot guy comes out and he says, you boys looking at my truck? Come in. Let me tell you about Jesus. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> That, well, that is that's pretty interesting. Thank you for sharing that. No, for sure. man, you should yeah, definitely I, bring honestly, them in. I, 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 <laughs> I urge everybody just just check them out. Yeah, you should you should bring some by at some oh, point. I will. People I will. would I like will. to see them because I had a huge collection of them, and I don't know what I did with them. Uh, but I'll definitely bring this one, and it got me going. Like, you know what? I, I feel like buying some more of those again. It's, I mean, it's all about finding a niche, right? And that's that's a pretty neat niche, you know, mm -hmm. for comics, because like that's that's for lack of better words, like that's a dying market, you know. Like it's all on tablets, but they aren't they aren't really like I said, they sell them so cheap. There's no way they're making money off of. Mm. Them. Uh, uh, but you can also find them in Christian bookstores a bunch. But you know, when you're at the con. Uh, downtown San Diego, there's a lot of religious guys with amps preaching the whole thing of you won't come to Jesus because you're too in love with your sin. You don't want to give up your drinking. You don't want to give up your drugs. You don't want to give up your porn. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty much right on all of that. Uh, <laughs> this is a terrible sales pitch you got going here. <laughs> yeah, those protesters, I remember, uh, like, they find some some of these groups of protesters who are religious, they find the worst places sometimes yeah. to go after. I remember, like, I mean, this is uh, way off, but, like, I remember Halloween. There were people protesting. It's like the super hardcore religious with PETA. It's like, are, are, are these costumes? Like, like, why are you doing this? Like, like showing graphic images of all this stuff. It's like, well, I guess it's Halloween. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Halloween and blatant segues, uh, how about uh, we get into... Kcoolmans at gmail.com. That's K-C-O-O-L-M-A-N-Z at gmail.com. You can send your comments, compliments, insults, and or advice. You can go to Twitter, Double Toasted, uh, Instagram, Double Toasted, Facebook, Double Toasted. And of course, don't forget to look them up on the TikTok. Martin, you can find me on, on uh, ooh, uh, threads and Instagram at Martin underscore no fro. Or just look for Martin Thomas on Facebook. And you can find me on Twitch, TikTok, under Julian Mr. Humdinger, J-U-L-I-E-N-M-I-S-T-E-R-H-U-M-D-I-N-G-E-R. -E -E Good luck with that. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need a QR code. I, I need to find something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, that is the way that you can find me. And make sure if you're coming through to Austin, hit up Corey, send him an email, and that way we can accommodate you pause i'm still learning everybody <laughs> sorry if it ain't as smooth as butter i think it's i think we're rocking and rolling no, no, just no, no, about no, no, okay no, no. you're doing fine the only thing you need to learn is how to turn the thermostat down it's oh, nice. I, I made sure to turn on the fan but yeah. but uh if you know how to work the thermostat feel free to uh, i don't even know where it is it's it's right on the wall like is by it? the stairs i'll be right back yeah go for it but uh, how's uh, how's it going, chat? I, I saw that we had a little hype train. Thanks for that. Appreciate it, guys. I am another Julian. That is me, in fact. But we got some cool stuff planned for you guys. It's going to be a good show. Uh, we, we're going to be going through all the neat stuff that is in the description. Being very cookie cutter here. What is up? Hello, uh, 
Lil Pocalypse, Ya Boy Slaughter, Chris Likes Retro, Lost Miracle, Manguel, DT rating for Barbenheimer from Martin. I'll ask him really quick before we jump into this trailer. People were wondering if you wanted to really quickly give your thoughts on Barbenheimer. Okay. Uh, first thought is it's a bad idea to see both movies on the same day. Absolutely. If you must see Oppenheimer first, uh, I'd give a full price to both movies. I think they're both great movies. Two of the best movies we've had this year. I would call Barbie the best comedy of the year. Oh, yeah, I would, too. I would. And one of maybe the smartest as well. Um, it's really good at calling out people who want to embarrass themselves. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, that's, a, that's a funny thing. It's like, well, it just all the men are bad and it makes men look bad. It's like, well, have you lived in reality? <laughs> well, not just that, but women mostly get ignored in in movies. The funny thing was we saw Barbie one night mm. and then Oppenheimer the next night. And which is the way to do it. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you, if you separate them by days, if you if you're hell bent on seeing it first, on the on the same day, see Oppenheimer first. Uh, but um, the funny thing is, it's like, oh, well, Barbie just it, 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 it you know, it, it talks so badly about men. Not true. <laughs> and then but then you watch Oppenheimer and there's only three women in this entire three hour movie. And two of them are love interests. Yeah, someone pointed out, I saw a thing where it said that a woman isn't introduced until a sex scene. And that's like the only time where she speaks. And I didn't even notice it yeah, while yeah. watching. Yeah. But no, I, no. you know what? I might not notice this otherwise, but after watching Barbie and it's kind of like, yeah, OK, maybe it, it woke me up. But, uh, you know, it's the kind of thing where you kind of know it, but you don't think about it. And mm -hmm. there it was like, I can't not see this. Mm -hmm. And. And that was what happens in most movies. Yeah, that, for, the, the, for the sure. The vast majority of movies. Uh, Oppenheimer is, is amazing. Uh, they're both amazing movies. They're just so different. There yeah. is there is no, you know, which is better or or I like this one more. It it's like it's not a competition because it can't be a competition. It's this. It's it's comparing string beans to watermelon. It's funny that we got to this point where we're getting blockbusters where people are like, yay, movies, because most of the time it's like, who's going to win? You yeah. know, it's like just a big competition between the two of them. And I think that because of the way that, you know, the industry's going with all like the the protest and or the um, the, um, the strikes. Yes, the strikes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, all the strikes going on. I think that, you know, Leading into next summer, I don't think we're going to have a real Barbenheimer situation. It's going to be very strange. And I think that it's going to affect not only that. This is one of the other things I wanted to bring up if we had time was that I think that streaming services are going to really go up in price. And we're going to go back almost to cable, you know, with all this other stuff. Oh, my wife is saying the same thing just recently, <laughs> yesterday. Uh, it's it's you know what it's it's funny that usually when it comes to summer and the blockbusters, you get front loaded. All the best stuff is at first, and then it just kind of winds down, and maybe get some things that are good. And this was the opposite, where we got so many of the blockbusters that was just like, I feel like I'm watching something I've already seen before, and it was better whenever I I last saw it. And it just seemed to keep happening with Indiana Jones and everything. Uh, Mission Impossible was the first time I was like, all right, well at least this was done well. Yeah, it's still sort of that same thing, but it was done better than so many of the things we've seen before. Who knew that we start getting toward the end <laughs> and we'd have those two uh, movies that were actually great 
that, that would come in at the end. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird because like over like the last five years, I'd say all movies like kind of like the whole summer spilled into the year. Right. Yeah, Especially yeah, yeah. with with Marvel. Yeah. So I. Uh, I'm curious if, uh, you know, I heard Red Letter Media talking about this, and I thought that it was very poignant what they said. They were saying that it's kind of like the 60s where, you know, there was like a bust and where there was just like all these destruction movies and, yeah, yeah. and all this stuff was coming out. And then, you know, in the 70s, we got some really good small stuff like yeah. Taxi Driver mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The Exorcist. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think that... Uh, that is going to be a good thing, you know, at the end of the day. I'm curious what the price hike is going to be like for these streaming services that need to keep up, keep up, because we we're so lucky. Right. We get all this amazing stuff all the sure, time. Sure. Sure. Well, I mean, because the streaming services are going to be affected by the strike as well. Oh, I oh, mean, yeah. I mean, it's from what I read. They, their plan is to just import more stuff from other countries. But that that is not that. It, you know, that's not a thing that would make me go, oh, well, let me pay for more. And that's not going to last forever also. You yeah. know, the, the, that's not endless amounts of content because like like they made in, in their video, uh, the point that they made in their video with Red Letter Media, it's like, uh, we've we've gotten so lucky, you know. We're just we're we're just flooded with content and we go through it like it's nothing. Oh yeah. So I'm I'm hopeful that uh that they'll be able to learn from this strike and take some good influence from it. Uh, Connor Dorian gave a dollar. Thank you, Connor. Says Barbie made three hundred and eighty two million worldwide. Wow. Which I think it deserves that. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. I was talking to a friend, uh, T.C. DeWitt, while we were at uh, Comic-Con. We were at the bar talking. And Great I was, guy. He's in the movie that I, the short film that I just did with oh, Mike. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was we were just talking, and I, it's probably me talking the most about how grossed out I am by how much people focus on box office. Uh, it, it's all about like people revel in a, uh, a box office, you know, a movie not making its money or whether it makes so much money. And it's like you're not even getting a piece of that, but you act like it's your football team. Yeah, and, th- and it's supposed to be. I know it's show business, but it's also supposed to be art, entertainment. And all this talk about, oh, they made this money or did this opening weekend or this brand this. And I was like, ew, <laughs> like what, what, what happened to it being this thing where somebody tried to create something that was that transcended what it was. But all you can think about you, the you, the person who they made it for, all, you, your, your big focus is on money. And if you had stock in it, I would get it. But you don't. It's just something, something a weird thing to brag or, or revel in or, or laugh at. I, I don't know. No, I agree with you. I think that, you know, people talk about it because these movies have just gotten so expensive, right? Yeah. You, you almost yeah. can't help but talk about it. But at the end of the day, like you said, it is art and it doesn't matter. Like, that's yeah. the thing that is the most annoying about this is like even something like Mission Impossible, which I haven't seen yet, but I hear it's great. Like, it's so expensive. It's like, how are they going to make their money back from that? And see the whole how are they going to make their money back from that? That's a question for them. Absolutely. But why would you, somebody who went and see it and liked it, why, why are you focusing on that? Doesn't concern us sheeple, <laughs> all right? Just consume just and saying. shut your mouth. I mean, like, like, you know, a movie comes out and it's something unique and you're like, oh, man, love that. Oh, but it died at the box office. And almost as if you go like, oh, but now it's not as good. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> no. It's, it's OK. No, you had you you found something. You found a gym that that really entertained you and made you happy. And other people missed out on it. Too bad for them. 
They don't look at it like, ah, uh, it's the movie's fault. It's, no. No, I, I totally agree. That's why I'm always looking for, I mean, personally, my favorite movies, they're always just the cheaper ones, you know? Sure. And, and honestly, like, I know that some filmmakers really disagree with this, but like my favorite movie I've ever seen, it was on my laptop. You know, like you don't need to see something in the in theaters. And we even mentioned it during the Oppenheimer review where it's like it's awesome that it's on, you know, IMAX film mm -hmm. and like it fills up the frame like that. But that could have been shot on an iPhone for all I care. Like it it, it has like that that little extra oomph to the image. But I, I think that at this point it doesn't doesn't really matter. Well, I don't know. I don't know that I completely agree with you. Uh, I don't know that I need to see it in IMAX, but I think that outside of some monstrous home theater situation, I feel like I'd be missing out not seeing it in a theater. Yeah, I mean, it can definitely amplify the experience and make it better, but if a movie is great, it will be great no matter what. It, it, like, I know you've been to museums. Yeah. And you see paintings and it's just like, you see them in person. It's like, wow, that's so impressive where you can see the brush stroke, the brush stroke, the material that went into it. You can almost feel the effort and the sweat. And, you, and you're like, oh, I can't afford it. But hey, oh, in the gift shop, there's a postcard of it. I'll get that. And you get home and you look at it. It's like, it is not the same at all. It is not even giving that's, you that that's feeling. an interesting point. I can I can see where you're coming from with that. And it definitely, you know, matters like what the quality is of like the the video that you're watching the movie. But I still think that as long as it's decent quality, you can still get the experience the filmmaker intended watching it on your computer. But I would say sometimes sometimes. Fair enough. Uh, Luke, the boss says, uh, gave a dollar, said, I think some people care because they want a sequel. It's like. That's that's true, probably. But at the same time, like not every movie needs a sequel. I think that that's like part of the problem. I, OK, personal hot take. Let's hear it. No good movie needs a sequel. Preach. Now, I know there's been some good sequels for sure. Amazing ones. Yeah. Yeah. Some amazing ones. But percentage wise, they don't really work out so well. N no. That's that's true. But that being said, you know, Killian Murphy is talking about mm, I'd like to be in Barbie, too, if, uh, you know, the option arises. <laughs> and I'm I'm sure people would be all for that. Well, there'd, be, there'd be nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of sequels that just won't die. OK. Uh, how about that Exorcist? You know, a lot of people saw this trailer before Oppenheimer, but because we got to go see it at the screening. Yeah, no, no, no trailers for us. Yeah, we didn't have a trailer. So uh, would you like to take a look with me? Here? Sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. This is the Exorcist Believer. Good day. Be home by dinner. I love you. Good morning, Mr. Fielding. Morning, Catherine. And here are your daughters, Angela and Catherine, about seven hours ago, and that's the last information we have. Catherine! Angela! If you can hear this, we love you. Please come home. Hey. Hey, you found her? What are you and Catherine doing out there in those woods? They were just walking and walking. It's fine. Angela, can you tell your dad how long you were gone? A few hours. Baby, you've been gone three days. Oh. 
you say? I didn't say nothing. Thought I heard you say something. Hey, baby. You okay? Girls went through, brought something back with them. The body and the blood of Jesus Christ. There are people out there who have. You have some experience with possession. Yes, more than I'd like. I believe you can help get our girls back. Exorcism is a ritual. Every culture, every religion, they all use different methods. It's going to take all of them. Don't be scared. We've met before. Mother. What'd you think? Uh, I'm not sure. Honestly, for me, I I think that this train has sailed. You know what I mean? Or, or this <laughs> boat has sailed. I thought you mixed your metaphors on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in a way, like it, it just like how many times are we gonna see a movie that is just about someone getting possessed? You know, it has just been done to death. And I think that honestly, we can move on to other types of movies because like their spin is like, well, this time the possessed girl is black, you know, and, and, her, and it's two girls. Yes. And there's two of them. Yeah. But honestly, we've gotten so many movies that are like this. I just don't see the need for something like this. Well, I mean, it's a genre now. Absolutely. So it, it they're is. always going to do these. I, I, you know, Julian, honestly, I look at it, look at it and I go, come into it cold. Don't think about the original Exorcist. Just look at this as a horror movie in itself. And I think a lot of this looks good and it's and it's intriguing. Uh, when Ellen Burstyn shows up, then I'm no longer able to divorce it from the Exorcist. And then I don't like it so much. Yeah, I, I, and I think uh, with the Exorcist, a lot of what makes it work gets pushed aside. Like they do these Exorcism movies, but they focus on all the theatrics and everything the devil's doing, and what's the new twisted thing <laughs> he's he's got up his sleeve now. But when you watch the original Exorcist, 
it comes on, it's like just a good movie about a It's family. a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. Because the way it pulls you in, so much of it is just like, this girl is sick and we can't figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. And and it, it, it pulls at you emotionally because the way you've been, you know, it just slow, slowly there. Um, and it's, I didn't see it till I was an adult and I still scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And, and, you know, I look at this, I go like, this is cool, you know, for a Blumhouse movie, but it's not terrifying me in any way. Yeah, it's it's not hitting for me either. I was uh, curious if uh, like where this took place in all this, because like when you look at when you look at this girl right here, it's just like, oh, she is trying to look like the girl from the original, like Mm -hmm. just through and through. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't tell what was going on with that. And I I hit up the old Ryan Walterson, a.k.a. Ryan Walter's stepson, as I like to call him. (laughs) Uh, So he said it's a sequel to the original, ignoring every other entry, unlike uh, the uh, the Halloween movies that Mm -hmm. this director Mm -hmm. just finished doing. However, it's the same woman who played the mom from the original. Yeah, yeah, Ellen Burstyn. Uh, Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, I think that there's always potential in good horror. And hopefully, you know, this like we just talking about budgets. I hope that it's not too expensive. Yeah. But it's Blumhouse, so it won't be too expensive. Right. Good point. But honestly, from what I'm seeing here, it's it looks it looks a little bit goofy, I think. It, It does at times. I mean, I'm trying to keep an optimistic view of it and I can see things in it that work. And. You know, uh, prior to Barbie coming out, Billy and I would both watch the trailers and we were both like, I, this is the last thing I want to see. And then it ended up being like, oh, wow, this is one of my favorite movies of this year. Yeah. So, you know, you can't always count things out. For uh, sure. It could just the trailer could just look this way and then we see the movie and it's totally great. They do show you way too much, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There, There's a lot that they're giving away and it seems like they're just, you know, showing everything. But. I like this director. He's mm-hmm. done some good stuff. I mean, yeah. my favorite thing he did is probably Pineapple Express, okay. which is not a horror movie, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I I feel like giving it a chance. I just have to just go in with the with the idea of like as much as they say the exorcist, uh, I don't believe that. Yeah, and just don't think about the devil inside. Yeah, and well, and all the, the other movies. Been so you know, many, many bad exorcism movies, mm-hmm. and like pretty much almost all of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it certainly would prejudice you against this. But hey, like we say with, you said so for so long with video game movies, maybe this is the one. <laughs> maybe this is the one horror sequel that we've been waiting for. Uh-huh, that'll deliver. It, I mean, we, we like the, you know, some of the Halloweens. And there's even been horror spinoffs where it's like, where did this come from? How is how is the Ouija second Ouija movie like really good? Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah. Uh, And yes, I was going to bring that up. Tiberius Monk is saying for me, Paranormal Activity, the marked ones was one of the last great possession horror films. I didn't personally care for that one, but that was another one I was going to bring up where it's like paranormal activity just blew this out of the water. This whole concept of possession. Uh, Yeah. I mean, look, uh, at least for me, paranormal, uh, the marked ones was the best. uh, It was the best of what I think uh, of as bad movies. (laughs) So I I hate all. You don't like any of them? Only, only the mark one's the only one that, that, that I I kind of liked. The the other ones I I was like, wow, what a colossal the fucking waste of time. The third one, the third one that's set in the eighties, 
I thought was was pretty fun with the twins. I, I really dug that one, but I guess that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't speak to that. I'm just telling you. But uh, overall, I think that cautiously optimistic is the way to be with this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that it looks good. Like it looks competent, it looks well shot. Some of the editing is a little bit, I know, I know, it's a little bit much, but it looks like they cared. And this day and age, that's all we can really ask for. It's <laughs> so sad. We've, this is where we've set the bar. <laughs> I mean, like, well, you 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 put in an honest try. So, well, I think we're gonna get into <laughs> you get an A. Yeah, we're gonna get into it a little bit talking about you know, the haunted mansion, mm -hmm. but. You know, it's nice when you can really see, like, even though this movie doesn't look all that, it, it's not blowing my mind from the trailer. Yeah, yeah. It still looks like somebody had a vision. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And they're, they're doing their thing. It does. Yeah. All righty. Let's see. Is there anything else? Yeah. Someone in the chat said the editing looks annoying as hell. Agreed. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that when the actual movie comes out, it doesn't do a lot of that. Yeah. Let's <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> but uh, one hand shit in the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what do you say we uh, we get into this uh, this Ganza part of this movie sure, extravaganza? Sure, sure. Sure. So tonight's review is going to be The Haunted Mansion, which I saw last week with Corey at, at a bizarre screening because oh. it was it was for a critics. Uh, it was only for critics. Mm -hmm. There was less than 10 people in the room, okay. which I've never seen for one of those critic screenings. Okay. Well, do you remember where it was located? Uh, it was at an AMC theater, I think. Think. Oh, okay. uh, I couldn't maybe Cinemark. That might have been what it is. I mm. I'm so new to this. I, I would okay. have to look okay. it up. Okay. But it was I forget. It might have been the theater where we saw Spider-Man on the other side of that one. I don't remember. It, it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't, it doesn't even it doesn't really matter. matter. But it, it seemed matter. like for your screening that there were a lot more people. Yeah, there yeah, 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 yeah. So. Let's uh, get into it and let's see what this haunted mansion is all about. But first, let's watch the trailer real quick. Wait! I should warn you, before you step inside the house, this could change the course of your entire life. I'm not afraid of a couple ghosts. You say that now. This mansion is unhinged. These ghosts definitely don't want to leave. Death lurks around every corner. God, give us a break. There's so many bad people in the world. Haunt them. Amen. I do like surprises. Is anybody else seeing this? I hope you do, too. We're going to fight, whether we like it or not. Or else we're stuck here for eternity. If this comes down to an exorcism, we're in big trouble. house is dripping with souls but there's always room 
tall. He had hair that was sticking out of a what a top hat. Top, top hat. Yes. He had yeah, nice. so a top hat. You would pull a rabbit out of it probably. Uh eyes. They were a bit uh sunken eyes. Like a raccoon. Beady eyes. They sat back. <laughs> and he was smiling like hey, yeah like that. This kind of exactly. Is this the man who mugged you? Wow. Oh. You just did that oh. just now? <laughs> Man, you know, going into this, I was one of the reasons why Corey asked me to go see this was because I was like, "Man, this looks great!" You know, mm-hmm. like a like an Evil Dead for kids sort of thing. So, just to give you guys a quick rundown of what this plot is about, uh, is it going there? There it is. So Lakeith Stanfield plays uh, Ben, a former scientist turned tour guide who gets hired by Gabby, a single mother played by Rosario Dawson, who just came in possession of this mansion that seems a bit more haunted than she expected. She also hires a priest played by Owen Wilson, a psychic played by Tiffany Haddish and a historian played by the one and only Danny DeVito. Can this team come together and save her purchase? Or is the mansion haunted forever? So, tell me, have you ever been on the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney World? I have, but it was a long, long time ago. And you know what's funny? It's still the same exact thing. I bet you that they had, you know, Lakeith Stanfield uh, wax dolls and, and Danny DeVito wax dolls just ready to chuck them in there. But... You know, starting out with the positive about this, because there is some positive, I think, to mention about this. I I really thought that for the most part, uh, across the board, I think that the the costumes and the uh, just the set design overall, mm. super accurate to the ride. Mm. And, and you can see there's a lot of passion there. And the cast, who doesn't love that cast? Totally stacked. Yeah, there's a stacked cast. Yeah, uh, but for me, that's that's really like all the the real positive I have to say about this. For the most part, I was I was pretty disappointed by this yeah. movie. Yeah, it it didn't it everything that I expected from the trailer it was all there, but seeing it in the movie. Mm-hmm. It, it all felt like it was there decided like way before as like a corporate decision to be in the trailer to let you think that the movie was going to go a certain way. Interesting, because when I watched the trailer, I thought, oh, they're not even going to show this to us because it looks like something that should be streaming on Disney Plus. <laughs> Why well, is this even in the theater? Uh, so I was pleasantly pleased and surprised by the movie that I got. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm almost the opposite of you, where I was like, you know what? I came in with low expectations and considering the last Haunted Mansion movie and the fact that this is based on a ride, 
I, I'm, I'm not expecting this to be a good time, even though other people were. Um, but I was like, you know what? They actually did care about this. There's the good work. Now, here's, here's, a, here's a thing I'm going to say that everybody's going to be opposite on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel, felt like uh, Lakeith Stanfield, who is, the, who is headlining this and is the leading man, was miscast. Really? You know why I think they casted old Lakeith Stanfield? It's because he's got he's got a little bit of a Jack Sparrow feel to him. You know what I mean? Like just putting them side by side. I'm just talking looking at them. Okay. That's that was the only thing that I could understand why they would put him in the movie. Well, I I I, I kind of get the 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 appeal of Lakeith Stanfield because everybody's on the like I love that guy. I love that guy. Uh, he's he's got a a, a unique look. Mm-hmm. And from what we've seen, most of him, like say, with Atlanta, he's got kind of a, a quirky aloofness. D- and, and, high. And, well, <laughs> high, yeah. Yeah, but it's always like he gets to be the character who says things that are random where you just go like, man, that guy's in his own world while he's here. <laughs> so it makes him intriguing. Yeah. Um, and I think he was great in, um, in um, The Black Messiah. Uh and, but he is separate from everybody else because he's playing the you know Judas and the Black Messiah because mm-hmm. he's playing the the Judas so he can never really connect with anybody. Uh, but here where he's interacting with people, I was like, man, this just this is a role for a leading man who actually has more of a physical comedy chops, who's who's really done this and knows when to exaggerate or go with it and. He's good for the scenes where he's got to, you know, you know, have grief and all show his grief. But everywhere else, I was like, he's just missing that oomph. There's there's a certain thing like some actors are good, but then there's actors who take it a step above where they can be handed a script that's mediocre, but they know how to interject something into it that makes it more than what what's on the page. You know, maybe there there will be a little bit where we can kind of agree on this, because although I said that I I'm not too hype on the movie. I think that there was like glimmers of moments where they had like really great ideas in there. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I think that the cast is is one of those great ideas. And like to touch on what you were saying about Lakeith Stanfield, I think the key word is random. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you felt that at I all. I did. I did. Okay, I'm I glad because I, I, I was going to feel crazy otherwise. No, no, no. No, no, no. I, I, I got some of that. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a certain randomness in what's going on. Now, I know when you put a movie like this together, you got to have a bunch of set pieces. And, man, it'd be great if there was one person with a vision who knew how to do it all, but it's just not going to be that. But it did it a little bit more than I expected. There's just so many places I expected something like this to go wrong, and it didn't. Now, for sure, the script needed a punch-up. Absolutely. Because a lot of the jokes. there's a lot of jokes that... I won't say they fall flat, but they just come in right about here. Um, and yet, every so often when I wasn't expecting it, some joke would make me laugh out loud. Yeah, I noticed that too, where some of the, the cast interacting with the set was kind of funny. And I felt like some of those moments weren't able to breathe because they weren't framed quite right, mm-hmm. you know? And and it was it was showing some promise. Like, on paper, there's good stuff there, but... The way that they executed it, it just it did not well, work. Well, it, it would just be certain things. Like I remember, there's a point where it's you have the very serious moment, and then Danny DeVito makes a comment about Lakeith Stanfield's wife, and I cracked up so hard. 
because I was just like, oh my God, somebody said it. <laughs> but okay. just every so often they would catch me with that. And I was like, you know what? I knew that by the time I got to the end, they're gonna have to do the big special effects light show. But leading up to that, I was like, this, I should be hating this. And early on, I was, I had my arms folded, but I was like, you know what? It, it, it is, it is a fun movie. Um, it's a, it, it, and you have to remember that, you know, it is for, I won't say for kids, but certainly for families that include small kids who may ride this ride. And they made it as scary as they could within those parameters. Yeah, there is definitely stuff in here. Let me pull the trailer back up. There's there's definitely some stuff in there where if you are familiar with the ride, you'll get a kick out of it. I mean, right here. You, you well, I talk to people who who are who, who ride it all the time. Oh, and yeah. they couldn't get over how, how they were geeked out about how much from the ride is in this movie. Yeah. I mean, one of the main things is like this right here. Oh start playing but like that right there that's the uh yeah. that's like the seat for the ride so yeah, yeah. i thought that was kind of cute and the movie has a lot of stuff like that that is neat like there's a lot of this has a lot of easter eggs in it mm -hmm. down to the point of like have you ever heard of a uh, hidden mickeys no so that's a thing that they do in Disneyland where they will just shove that mouse in every corner. <laughs> and I know that when you go on the Haunted Mansion ride, I don't have it here, but there's like a table where if you look at it, the dinner plates are organized to look like that. Uh, <gasps> Mickey Mouse. Interesting. And I noticed in this movie, they uh, they show at, at the very end when they show that table, you can see there's some pumpkins that may be organized in a okay. Mickey Mouse head. Okay. Uh, but that's, that's what I thought was really the problem with this is that it feels like someone was like, all right, we're doing Pirates of the Caribbean but with the Haunted Mansion, I want a team and we need to have all these, you know, blockbuster names and we need to have this moment, that moment. And all of it is computer generated. There is very little practical stuff in this. And I think that that's the detriment of the film. Well, <laughs> I mean, ghosts, I get it. Those have to be CG. Yeah, but I don't know. Like at this point, you're not seeing you got to go to, you got to go to Spielberg or Christopher Nolan if you want practical effects. I, this I, is this is a, this is a Disney property based on a ride. Like if there was ever a movie that was going to use uh, CG, it's going to be this one. True, but like I would have personally, I would have wanted like you know like a Sam Raimi or something like that. Yeah. Or like you want to go crazy with it? How about Jordan Peele? I mean, I don't think he has time for this. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I. I, I couldn't. I. I, it's funny that because that did cross my mind, but I couldn't see him sign on to do something like this when he could be doing something. His you know, script rewrite would have been intense, and I think he would have yeah. cut characters. Yeah, and even Sam Raimi would be like, "Well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it, and I'm not going to I'm not going to hold back as much as you want me to hold back." And, and I think it speaks to what we were talking about earlier that would have been a benefit for this. I think that doing it all on a smaller scale would have been better. It's just the mansion is so big. There's so many bullet points that they got to hit that it, it spreads itself so thin. Okay, so we're, we're, we're almost there. We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> because on one, it's, the haunt, it's the Disney's Haunted Mansion. I expect them to go big. This, mm -hmm. I think they, they did the right thing. But on the side where I'm coming with you, it does spread itself thin. And that... 
and and that's that's what kept it that's what keeps it from being that oh that was so much fun i can't wait to come back and see it again because it, it's 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 spread out there's a there's a lot going on and sometimes they come you know with 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 all these characters sometimes they come back to one of the storylines and i'm like Oh, yeah, I forgot that was a thing in this. There is a lot of that. Yeah. And yeah. it's there's there's some stuff where it's like, why does that look the way it is? I, I couldn't understand and I wanted to get with it. But like the biggest laugh for me was laughing when they were like I was laughing at the movie because they were like they were just eating Burger King for like no reason. I was like. Product placement, baby. <laughs> I, I guess so. I, 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 mean, I, mean, no, I noticed that too. They wrap, wrap, whipped out that Burger King wrapper and made sure you could clearly see it was Burger King. And when they played with toys, they were all Marvel toys. Yeah. So was that kid playing with a, a Black Panther? Yes, he actually? was. So, and what were the other ones? I couldn't tell. Uh, I think Storm was in there. Uh, first appearance oh, and, of X-Men in a Disney movie. And, you heard it here uh, first. And, and Namor. Okay. okay. Submariner. Yeah. 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 So that's cool. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a couple cast members that I didn't mention. Uh, they got, uh, what's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis as the old crystal ball. Mm -hmm. This is this is what the crystal ball looks like on the ride. Ah. It's a pretty neat effect. Okay. And in the movie, this is what she looked like. Let okay. Me. Yeah. And I thought that that was a pretty good effect. Yeah, it was. Like, I, I couldn't even I, tell it was her at first. Yeah. I think that there's some interesting stuff that they do with they pull. Again, I think some of the biggest successes in this movie are all like the people who worked on it. Mm -hmm. You know, like the the costumes yeah, and yeah. the set designers, they knocked it out. Mm -hmm. But they did their job. Yeah. But at the same time, did uh, did uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character look familiar at all? Like her outfit? Oh, uh, she looked like something from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. But what I was thinking during the movie when she showed up, I was like, look at Jamie Lee Curtis looking like Amadeus. Oh. <laughs> That's all I could think. And, and if you're wondering why I'm saying Amadeus, and this is not a spoiler. This is something that they talked about in all these publications. This is what she looked like, which is like, all right. That's interesting. Like that's there. There's someone who had a neat idea. But at the same time, all I thought was oh, this. <laughs> OK. <laughs> Again, maybe that's just me. <laughs> but I, I still think that that was one of the positives that I'd have to say about this movie. And, you know, I think the special effects, although they weren't the best I've ever seen, I think that they were pretty consistent across the yeah, board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see if yeah, there's yeah. anything else. That no, no, no. Like, like I said, it you know, as I, all things considered, what it is, what it's supposed to be, I thought it was more successful than not. Um, and it it's not a movie that I would you know probably never watch again. Um, but it was it was enjoyable for the time I sat there, or at least mostly. There were there were times where I was just kind of like, all right, come on. The movie is two hours and it didn't need to be that. No, long. that was shocking that it was two hours. I was yeah. like, this is an hour and a half story. That, what, what are we doing? That's that's part of what I meant by that some of this movie really felt like a lot of corporate decisions where it's like, we need to have this, we need to have this yeah. character, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and I think that overall that holds the movie back at the end yeah. of the day. Now, okay. Now one place I will agree with you on the CG where it was too much 
was the big reveal of the villain in the last and the big climax. The villain I got. Let me pull him up. Because with him, it was like, all right, the rest of this looks fine. But him here, that that, that was one of those, eh, you could have gone practical. Would have been much better. Yeah. I, I didn't think that uh, Jared Leto even showed up on set, to be honest. I, I think right. that it was all just an effect and they used his voice. This is what he looked like in the ride. This is an artist's interpretation of Jared Leto in the role. And... I thought that this would be a fun image to use, but that's how he looked like on the ride. I don't have exactly an image pulled up of what he looked like in the movie, but if you it's you close. rewatch the trailer, you you can see him yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's just fine. <laughs> uh, but what else was there? Was there anything else? No, not that. Uh, yeah. So if. Um, if there's anything else you want to mention, uh, feel free to mention it. But uh, if you're ready to give your rating, please I'm ready do. I'm going to give my rating. Uh, yeah, as far as, far as uh, you know, effects and, and costumes go, I thought everything was fine. Other than the really terrible wig that Rosario Dawson wears through most of the movie. I <laughs> <laughs> just so like, why? Uh, and the way her and her son is dressed led me to believe some, a twist that was not actually there which is probably for the better. But like I said, it's it's an enjoyable, it's one of those movies like, hey man, if you were excited to see it, then 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 go. It, if you like the ride, it's it's uh, it's fun, it's not great, and you can see how it could have been great and didn't make it, but it is head and shoulders above the Eddie Murphy version of it. Um, so if you're worried about it being like that, don't. It's much better. But for me, it was kind of like a, I don't know, it was kind of a, a low matinee. All right. I think that we're we're almost there. I was there were parts of this movie where I was like, wow, I can see why some people weren't looking forward to this. But, you know, overall, it's interesting to see the ideas on screen, Mm -hmm. the way that they do them. And although the execution, like I said, it didn't hit perfectly for me. uh, I was expecting, like I said, Evil Dead for kids. And I got, you know, a pretty middle of the road movie based on a ride that is pretty great and pretty memorable. But again, uh, I want to just emphasize, I really liked a lot of the ideas. And I think that on paper, this movie totally works but i would have to give it probably a low rental as low as a rental can go for me uh well the thing is like you were looking for evil dead but i think this is more like the haunting meets the frighteners okay like like, movies i haven't even seen okay so if you saw the frighteners this is much closer to that okay okay fair enough all right. Well, that is the review of uh, Haunted Mansion. And it's funny you mentioned the Eddie Murphy movie, because personally, I don't know. I think I might rewatch that one before I've rewatched this. You were a kid when you saw it. <laughs> I mean, I actually watched it like probably like five years ago, just out of curiosity, uh-huh. you know, because I hadn't seen it. And it's I think that that movie might be a little bit shorter and it is way more fast paced. But be that as it may, that was... That was so, because it was always like, hey, Eddie's back. And it's like, no, no, he's not. <laughs> and he's bringing the whole family. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> All right. Well, that is uh, that is our review of the the Haunted Mansion. Thank you so much for, for coming in and doing oh, yeah, this yeah, with of me. Of course, of course. Yeah, we got a couple more things. Let's see. Yeah, we got plenty of time. Excellent. Oh, yeah. What else you got? Yeah. So uh, let Anything me show you. the chat? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, uh, again, uh well, people are asking. I didn't prep for it. Uh, have you seen uh, They Clone Tyrone? Uh, so since I've got back from San Diego, I keep trying to watch it. 
and I've just been tired. I, I get about 20 minutes in and then I'm like, I'm falling asleep. I was like, all right, I, I got to wait till I'm fully awake. Really worth your time, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, won't, I, won't. I, I, I like what I'm seeing so far. Oh, I've, I've, I've just been exhausted. I'll, I'll just say this. It's one of the best black exploitations that mm-hmm. I've seen in a really long time that resists that urge of of just totally falling into parody, you okay. know, where yeah, yeah, it yeah. just gets too silly. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. even though I love something like Undercover Brother, sure, sure, this, sure. this walks the fine line of just being a genuine sci fi okay. movie. OK, uh, I, th- I think you'll have fun with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm liking what I've seen so far. But uh, to I don't I don't have a clever segue for this. How how are you on uh, on the the Mortal Kombat? Are you a fan of uh, Mortal Kombat? There were some big announcements for it. No, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I don't want to kill the segment. <laughs> but I don't know how much I can fake that. Uh, I mean, I thought I'd be into it into that last movie, and I was like, okay, no. you know, and, and oh, you know what? No, no, but. Prior to the last movie, the animated movies, I dug those. I dug the hell out of those. Oh, so see, like Nick was asking me if I wanted to talk about the trailer for the animated one. Oh, is it an, is it, a new th- There's one? a new one coming out about Johnny Cage. I didn't have it ready oh, to pull shit. up. But if I would have known, I just assumed I was like Mortal Kombat cartoons. There's no way Martin no, has seen no, them. No, 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 they, no. They, at least the, that one with uh, Joel McHale is really good. Joel McHale, I think, is going to be playing the lead in yeah. this one yeah, as yeah, Johnny yeah. Cage. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Another time, then we'll pull it up and show Martin. But I think you'll still get a kick out of what I got here because okay. this is uh, this is a trailer that just came out for the downloadable content for the the next game coming out called Mortal Kombat One. Okay. Because nowadays the way that they advertise things is they they show you what's coming after the game comes out. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, multiverses. Why not? <laughs> and uh, let I'll let the trailer play out, but I think it may surprise you more than you might think. All right. Cool. The battle between good and evil is eternal. Omni-Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> no. Oh, get oh, the yeah. fuck out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That'll be a hundred and ten dollars, Martin, if what? you would like that. And I hate to say it, man, but they're they're pushing me, man. Like I heard rumors yeah. that, you know, Homelander and Peacemaker were going to be in there. Wow. But seeing them in these like next gen graphics, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just can't say no. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> wow. Oh, that makes me happy. I'm not a Mortal Kombat fan because they would get me. They would, to- <laughs> they would totally get me with that. So. So seeing that, even though you're not a Mortal Kombat fan, that's not pushing you over the edge. That's not making you go like, okay, maybe I do need to check this I out. I mean, I'm just not into the fighting games. Mm-hmm. So will be the point. I, it, I I love watching somebody else play. Yeah. But <laughs> way <you> know, easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, you know, the, the with doing the combination stuff, I'm, if, if, if I win any round in Mortal Kombat, 
it is completely by accident. <laughs> so just to explain for, for you and for those of you at home, uh, this is, I had to look it up, but one of these guys is Quan Chi, one of them oh, is Ermac, and one of them is Takeda. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And the rest are Omni-Man, uh, Homelander, and Peacemaker. Now, something, because I, I see that you're not totally into these fighting games, one thing that I think you would have some interesting input on is, what what is like a fatality that you would want to see one of these characters do pulling from like what they're based on? Like, let me give you an example. Like for, for Peacemaker, uh, someone on TikTok was saying, man, I'd love to see a fatality where he puts on that helmet and they get close to him and then they, he blows them up with like the sonic boom. Mm. Like just being like an alternate costume where he's naked with the helmet. You <laughs> oh, know? That's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and I was thinking with, I mean, you got Homelander in there. They have to do something with milk. They just, there's no way that they can't do that, right? And I was thinking like, maybe this is just a silly idea, but I would love to see a fatality where Homelander doesn't even move and an airplane crashes on the person, uh -huh, you know, just uh -huh. as a callback to that first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So any, th any ideas like I that? Know, I mean, because Homelander's big move is the is the laser vision. Yeah, and it's like, how, how hard can he look at someone? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know, I mean, Omni-Man is the one you think about because he's he's a spine ripper. Oh, and that's that's perfect for Mortal Kombat. Right, right. They, they, yeah, they've been doing that since day one. But, you know, with, with uh, Omni-Man, it's killing not just his, his opponent, but everybody in the arena as well. Yeah, including his son, right? I haven't even finished the... You haven't the, finished it? I haven't finished it. I, I got sick of, like, the way that it was focusing on, like, high school stuff, and I fell off of it, but... Why, you think I need to go back and finish it? Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. yeah, I will finish the show Invincible. I was also being a little bit nitpicky where I, I noticed like some of the animation I really liked, but some of it I thought like it was uneven, you know, mm -hmm. like some parts looked incredible and yeah. then other stuff just. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they did ship it out to different studios to get it done on time. Mm -hmm. But no, finish it. Okay, for you, Martin, anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Nick wanted me to share that with you. Okay. I wish I would have pulled up the trailer for uh, for er, for the movie, but I got some other stuff pulled up uh, that I think that you'll get a kick out of. So I tried to think of because there's lots of you know like movies that are you know super big budget. We get a lot of video games that are expensive, like Mortal Kombat sure. being one of them. Where you know if you want that premium Mortal Kombat. I'm not exaggerating. One hundred and ten dollars. Really? For that. It, that is how much it's going to cost. Is this going to be the new trend? It already is. So, like, the thing that they're doing right now with video games is that some games don't need to cost $70. You know, like yeah. Nintendo's first game was the new Zelda that they released. And some of these games, like if you get the 70 or $80 version, you get, you know, fancy pants for your character and maybe an alternative character to play as. Yeah. And you also get it a week early. Okay. So that's like one of their big incentives. But there's a new game that came out today. It's called Remnant 2. Mm -hmm. That one is 50 bucks, which, hey, what a bargain, right? For <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it all, I almost, because, you know, I stream every day, I almost went out of my way to get the, the super awesome edition, which was $70, which yeah. 
I, I was like, you know what? I'll wait five days and I will save twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. that, if I even decide to get it, but it's neither here nor there. But I, I'm a big fan of indie games. You mm-hmm. know, my favorite games of all time are uh, Hotline Miami, which I recommended to you the other day, and oh, a yeah, game yeah. called Super Hot, uh-huh. which is a first-person shooter where time only moves when you move. Both of those games, oh, wow. they're. That you can get them on the dollar. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, Hotline yeah. Miami, you can get on sale for five bucks. Super Hot, there's a sequel and a VR version. Yeah. That you can get for like $20. Okay. And, and it's very simple graphics. You know, like Hotline Miami is like, it's all white and like you, uh, the characters are all red and it's one hit kill, okay. similar to Hotline Miami. But my point is, is that I tried to find some games that maybe people didn't have on their radar that are, you know, considered low budget. Because these days, I mean, you've seen what graphics look like. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. They're incredible. So I have a few games that I wanted to show you and get your honest reaction from. I only got three of them, so we're not going to be here all night. Okay. But uh, let me give you a look at uh, some of these games. I got the first one. I'm not even going to say the name for it, but you'll know by the end, it'll say. All right, let's get into it. Nate! 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 Nate, buddy, family meeting, let's go. Are you bringing food again? I, not right now. You talked about this. Not right now. You are okay? literally killing him with these pizzas. You he, just want to throw him out of the No, I, no I, he's 35. I want him to have some kind of discipline. Yeah. One thing I just want to point out, if you notice on the TV, it says, are you still watching One Piece? <laughs> okay. Okay. Nate, if you can hear my voice, I want you to come up here. We're having a family meeting. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> real quick just so i can get your reaction let me give you a little bit of background on this game okay so ape out is a game where you're you're top down uh and you're a gorilla escaping jazz music really cool thing might want to check it out but uh getting over it you may have seen it before it's a game where you're inside of a cauldron and you're this jack dude with a um a sledgehammer and you want to pull yourself over are you familiar with the game quop nope Quop is an old internet game where you use the QWOP keys and it controls different parts of the leg. Okay. So just walking is impossible. Okay. And this guy's game, getting over it, is considered one of the hardest games ever. So just now keep that in mind watching the rest of this, that just moving your legs is going to be a challenge. <laughs> Oh, 
off, can you not? I, uh, d- uh, just, I didn't. Yeah, let's go back in time to when you didn't. No, I, I was just trying to k- catch it with my eyes. Uh, <laughs> with your foot, my... yeah, you tried to catch it. I saw it was starting to go and I just tried to... You just kicked, you thought, I'll give it a good kick no, to counteract the fall. Yeah, I was just trying to steady it. I might over... Yeah, you might, you might I, have. I, I yeah, over... You might have. You might have oversteadied yeah, it. No, it's just a little oversteadied. Well, it's not steady now. No, I, well... See you later. So, uh... Wanker. okay so yeah that that is baby steps it comes out next year Mm -hmm. on the ps5 day one for you i imagine okay (laughs) sure (laughs) no i just i love games that are have weird ideas and uh that are maybe a little relatable (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I, I think that that's a really original take. And one thing that I, I didn't real like think of to mention really, but I really like, you know, the way that the, the writing is because, because mm-hmm. that clearly feels improvised, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And, and it has that, that tone that, um, that something like Justin Roiland inspired. Sure. So I think that we're, we're going to get something neat out okay. of this. Okay. Yeah. Any, any other thoughts on that one? Uh, so, what, what you do? What do you do to control the legs? So, I I don't know what the controls are going to be, but I imagine that the controls are going to be complex. Yeah, and yeah. it will use variations of the joystick and the the triggers mm-hmm. in in bizarre ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some people in the chat are joking that it looks like a strand type game, mm-hmm. which is like uh, that Death Stranding game that you probably heard of. Yeah. Yeah, that game is literally about being a uh, an Uber Eats delivery driver. Like you you go back and forth and you just you walk and you deliver packages and then you go back to the place to get more packages and deliver them. It's yeah. a lot of walking and the main mechanic is pressing the the trigger at the right time to to hold your balance. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, strange. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. But uh that's that's one of the the weirder ones. I mean, I'm saving the weirdest for last. This the one that I'm keeping at the end. You'll see it's it's pretty awesome looking, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, but the other one is a little bit more grounded and not necessarily in reality, but just it's not going to be. It's a more standard type of game, I'll say. Uh, that one was Baby Steps, if anyone is curious. And this next one. And you buy this on the, just the PlayStation Yeah, Network. that's going to be a PlayStation exclusive, actually. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if it'll be getting a physical copy. That's one thing that's interesting that they're doing lately is mm. some games. No physical have, copy. No physical copy at all. They're just releasing it digitally. Mm. I know Microsoft has been doing that a lot because, of, you know, their Game Pass and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But games on PlayStation, for the most part, they'll get a physical copy. It's just, you know, if you want it early, get a digital, yeah. you know. Yeah. But like. Uh, with games, I like having the physical media. So, sure. so down the line, you know, we can we can just play we it whenever we it, want. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's the first one that I had to share with you. Games you might not have heard of, but this next one I have very high hopes for. Check it out. Sir, 
research out in the Olympic exclusion zone, you may find the conditions unkind to your personal transport unit. Steel and rubber in particular are extremely susceptible to zone conditions. In your toolkit, you have access to the basic equipment you need to maintain your transport. When out on the field, make sure to utilize all appropriate safety gear and equipment. Arda does not condone petty theft. However, should you find yourself in a life-threatening situation, you may at times borrow from your surroundings. This game is what they would call a roguelike. Are you familiar with that term? No. So that that means that every time you load up the game, the the biome, as they call it, is uh, is different. Like oh. it's it's not gonna, the road won't be the exact same. Things oh. won't be the exact same. I think it leads to a lot of replayability. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the whole idea with this game is that you are in going through these multiple different areas and you have this car that is like basically your it's your baby. You know, you're trying to get through these three different looking areas mm-hmm. and your car is the only consistent. And as you go, you continue to upgrade the car sure. as it goes along. And this one, I forget what it's called. Let me skip to the end here real quick. It is called Pacific Drive. What'd you think? Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I couldn't quite figure out what was going on, but with your explanation, okay, I see. And you got to drive through the the three areas. Yeah, and and get to the end. I, I don't even know really what the story is going to be. I'm just personally, I like these roguelike games where it's just like you know, it just makes it replayable. Sure, where it's sure. like it's different every time. And uh, I don't know. It looks neat and it looks like inspired. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it does. It's different. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just big muscle man with gun. Right, right, right. I guess I'm just curious about what the actual story is or what's driving you to do, you know, what, what, like what is your quest? <laughs> yeah, I think it's just to escape. It's like, you know, some post-apocalypse. But mm. this next one that I have set up for you, I don't think you're going to have as many questions. Okay. I think it's going to... It's going to be a little bit more straightforward, but I still think it's going to make you have that delightful, oh, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Let's see. Thank <laughs> you. 
So that oh, I like that. That that one is called Angerfoot. Yeah. And you get everything you need to know from that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, again, like the last couple things I've shown you, I think it comes from a really inspired place and it's just oozing with style. Video games, you people should be way more forgiving when it's style over substance because sure. it's just a game. Yeah, that, that, that looks fun. Yeah, it so does. Is that, out? is that out or is it coming out? That is everything that I showed is coming out. Okay. It's not out yet. But... If you do have a supercomputer of some kind, there is gameplay that you can. There is a demo for for Angerfoot out mm. there, and uh, I pulled it up because uh, I want you to just see how far they go with these feet control. I mean, this this video is like 15 minutes, so if you want to see more gameplay, go ahead and look it up. But this is going to tell you the whole story. enjoying some popcorn, <laughs> brushing his girl's hair, maybe give her a little popcorn. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you can see he stole his shoes, man. So I I think that something like that, again, it shows, you know, influence from, uh, again, it it reminds me of that Justin Roiland game that came out high on life. And it just shows like that, that it just has that dare to be stupid energy that I just love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. It's very inventive. Yeah. And it like, looked like it'd be fun to play to see, okay, what's the next scene? What's, what, what's going to be? <laughs> Where are they going with these feet? Yeah. Uh, any chances? Uh, Dat Chicken Wang is asking in the chat, any chances I can give my current indie game of the year some shine? Sure. For you? Absolutely. Thank you for the, the hyper chat there. Let me pull it up real quick. But yeah, those were... Meet uh, Dave. The, and inter- oh. Those were the uh, the three games that I was looking forward to. I I hope that if you like video games, you saw something you didn't know existed and you thought, oh, maybe. But I can tell you right now when that game, the uh, the baby steps drops, you'll find me in a onesie (laughs) playing that. (laughs) I could go for that anger foot. Yeah, it, it's it's a cool idea. I'm I'm hoping that it comes to console because right now it's PC exclusive. But if you have a computer that can play games, 
I wasn't it's supposed to be able to play games, but it doesn't act like it can. Well, maybe check out Steam, look up Angerfoot, because you might be able to play the demo, and okay. you'll be able to okay. experience that in all its foot glory. Wait, are you going to stream Baby Steps? Yeah, oh, for I, sure. Oh, you got to remind me. I want to watch that. <laughs> I will. I will. It comes out next year, so we got to wait. But hopefully, they'll give it a demo for okay. it, because I think that that will become a more common thing. But before we wrap this up, mm -hmm. Uh, the, that chicken wang sent over a trailer for a game called Dave the Diver, which I'm not familiar with, but the trailer's only a minute, so let's okay, check it let's out. let's check it out. Yeah. Meet Dave, an interesting little human with a precarious love for the sea. He spends his days diving the chilling depths of a mysterious blue hole. And when he isn't merely surviving or rummaging resources, he's often found snapping photographs, racing seahorses, farming, and really anything that grabs his attention. It's this gluttonous appetite for adventure that gets him into all kinds of unique situations. Luckily, he's at the top of his game and at the top of the food chain. Oh boy. I suppose even the most voracious hunters have their off days. The sun sets as the vibrant lights of a sushi bar gleam over the ocean. Dave, still hard at work, is faced with the most ravenous of species. Patrons! And while cooking, serving, and pouring drinks aren't the most treacherous part of his job, they're unequivocally crucial to his survival. The Blue Hole is home to unimaginable secrets. And with Dave's unquenchable thirst for discovery, there's no telling what he may encounter. Dive in and guide Dave through the dangerously dark depths of the daunting deep sea. Dave the Diver. Oh, and oh man. That looks, looks like incredible. Yeah, and it looks like it's already out, too. Oh, and, and I saw the little Switch logo at the bottom. Yeah, so I've been needing a game for my Switch. Ape, Ape Out is another game that's on the Switch that I would highly recommend. Ape it. Out? Oh, yeah, they yeah. just, with Baby Steps. They, yeah. yeah, one okay. of the developers worked on that. But, hey, that does look cool. I want to ask you, though, from looking at that, because for me, one thing that stands out from that trailer is it's, it's doing something that personally I don't like in games and I'm so sick of it mm. is it's a farm simulator. You know what oh. I mean? Where mm. it's a lot of like watering crops, gathering your crops and doing stuff. And then there's even like working in a restaurant. But it looks like there's a lot of variety. Yeah, which we like love there's, a lot, there's a lot of stuff going on. So I, I could take it in that context. Yeah, I think it looks uh, it looks pretty good. Thank you for enlightening yeah, me. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll definitely add it to my wish list. No kidding. But uh, I don't want to overstay my welcome here. And I hey, think that's a bit fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad that you said that. You heard you, you hear what he said, guys? <laughs> no, no, no. It's all it's always interesting, you know, mixing it up with, with different co-hosts. Yeah, and I think, you know, the more time goes on, the more comfortable I'll become. Yeah, but yeah. uh how did you guys like the uh the show tonight? Did it go okay? Someone is sending in the Johnny Cage trailer, but uh, all right, if someone if you guys really want it, are you down to take a quick sure. look at this Why and not? then we'll we'll call it a night? Yeah, yeah. Good, fun show. I'm so glad to hear you did great. Don't lie to me now, okay? <laughs> but let me let me pull this up real quick. 
Thank you, Luke the Boss, for the dollar. We will check out this uh, Mortal Kombat trailer and I'll I'll just throw the ball to you because I I don't have a lot of uh, experience watching these movies. I think I turned on uh, one of these movies and I was like, don't give a shit. <laughs> no, no, no. It actually explained things way better than the live action movies. Okay. Well, this right here is the Johnny Cage Mortal Kombat trailer. His name is Johnny Cage. His job... Keep up the autographing. ...is acting. But Yeah, actually, I'm really more into dramas. You should leave the jokes to me, son. But his passion is action. I just want to know how you got so cool. The truth is, I was bullied a lot in school. You're going to cry, little baby? My mom took me to the local dojo, and my life changed forever. Write this down. Kick first, be awesome, make money. So cool. From Warner Brothers Animation. Everyone decent? Wow. <laughs> Obviously, this is turning us both on. Can you feel that? In a world where an evil cult threatens humanity. Look what I have. What is it? Get me that fucking scroll! Fist will fly. And the heads are gonna roll. Ew! Did you see that? Yes! She just jumped out and I spin kicked her head off. Enough! Oh shit! We need you for the Brotherhood. This club sounds great. Where do I sign? Fuck you! What the fuck? Joe McHale. WWJCD. What would Johnny Cage do? Jennifer Grey. You still don't get it, do you? I'm starting to. And Gilbert Gottfried. Fucking superheroes. Fuck him up, Johnny! Sorry about that. I don't mind. <laughs> Either do I. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Legends Cage Match. Oh, is he there? I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> See, he's fine. So, what is, what do you think? Well, uh, Johnny Cage was was definitely the breakout star of the last uh, Mortal Kombat movie, okay. uh, animated movie. So much so that when they replaced his character with I forgot some no name guy in the in the live action movie, everybody was like, well, "Why would you do that?" <laughs> uh, I, 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 it's an interesting art style they're using now. It's it's uh, that vaporwave type of style. Well, right? the the artist was Patrick Nagel. Uh, at least with the w women, he used to do uh, a lot of illustrations for Playboy and covers for Duran Duran. Um, and yeah, the rest of it, you say, you say vaporwave? Yeah, vaporwave. That's okay. what I call it. Okay. Yeah. It, it, you know, it was very 80s. Yeah. All, all the neons and, and neon and grids. Yeah. I um, think that that's why when I initially saw this trailer, I was like, oh, give me a break. Because they're doing something something similar with like Far Cry with this style. And I yeah. think that it's it's getting overplayed a bit. I No, no. I'm, I'll give it to you there. Me, me myself, watching this whenever it's something as a 80s throwback, mm -hmm. it's always like, well... I mean, there's the trappings and the costumes to the extreme, <laughs> which is an 80s thing. Uh, but it's like, okay, it wasn't so much like that. This is somebody's impression of it uh, and, and they're doing it for laughs. 
but you know, as this went on, I was like, well, it is funny, and 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 it, it captures you know Johnny Cage the way he was. Uh, it's, it's very similar to, to Johnny Lawrence in um, in the uh, Cobra Kai, uh, uh, you know, universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I the, the more that went on, the the better I thought it got. Yeah, I don't think that it looks bad by any means. I just wasn't. I didn't plan for it because I didn't think that. I just assumed it's like Martin doesn't care about Mortal Kombat. No, no. This is the one thing about Mortal Kombat I do care about. <laughs> one thing. Well, now I know yeah. that's on me, guys. But uh, what about? Uh, my my boy Urkel here showing up. That is that seems pretty on the nose. He's dressed even like Pee Wee Herman. If you look at yeah, that, yeah, 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 he is. But uh, I, I think that it it looks good for the most part. Mm -hmm. You know, I I think that it looks funny. I do agree. I mean, it was making me laugh, and it it could be the best one yet. Who knows? I mean, honestly, it, wait. So, do you play Mortal Kombat? I, I dabble. I, I like the uh, the original games. I played the latest one. My whole thing. I I get caught up in like the the politics of it because like th the thing is with video games now like remember back in the day when you, you when you played like a tony hawk game and you beat it and you're like wow i unlocked spider-man you know like okay. you get that idea right uh, yeah 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 N nowadays like you see scorpion advertised in the first trailer wearing a classic suit that was not in the game oh. for like eight months after it came out. Oh. And and I I felt kind of gypped. And like that whole thing of in games where like you unlock it is slowly fading away for to be replaced with, well, you want it, you buy you it. You buy it. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And and I think that just kind of sucks. And and Mortal Kombat was really guilty of that to the point where they were really trying to pull the wool over people's eyes. Like oh. get this in Mortal Kombat eleven when you start up the game, it'll greet you with like, hey, you want this character, Frost? You want that? It'll be like five bucks or whatever, uh, but you also can get it, I guess, if you play the story mode, but you can get it right now for five <laughs> bucks. It's like, wow, that's that's kind of <laughs> shysty. And, and I just think that the downloadable content for the games like plays into that idea yeah. where it's like, eh, they'll give you some junk but you want the good stuff. You got to cough up some more yeah, money. Yeah, like yeah. games are coming out these days where it's like there's $70 and then there's another $10 they expect you to pay for a battle pass. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not doing that. And, and the reason they're doing that is because of Fortnite. And what all these studios forget is that Fortnite didn't have the battle pass when it first came out. They The game evolved based on how people played it. Mm -hmm. And... All these other studios are like, yeah, sick, you know, that, that, that's real interesting and all, but uh, give us an extra $10 if you want the costume. Yeah. And and that's my whole thing with Mortal Kombat. I get that. But, yeah. Well, what about the movies? I, I liked it. It had an interesting attention to detail and it definitely had, you know, a sprinkling of that that Zack Snyder style where it's like overly dark for no reason. Yeah. But there was attention to detail in there that made me laugh. Okay. Like where there, I, I will never forget seeing like the detail of like the guy jumping like this, you know, yeah. or like the leg sweep, stuff like that. It it did it for me. Can I see the chat attack? I had it open. I I had the the side bitch chat open, but it may have closed. Let me see really quick. Yeah, I'm sorry. I the the window closed on me, but let me see if I can pull it up really quick before we 
get on out of here. I'm sorry. I'm still learning. I got a lot of windows open, but uh, uh, this is uh, this is good stuff. Uh, I'm glad that you know the the stream didn't burn down, and like it's <laughs> we're still here to talk about it. Let me let me pull it up real quick. Dead air, dead air. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta. Okay, never mind. It's ready to log in. Hold on, let me pull it up here, uh, and then we will call it a night after this, unless somebody does something just, just crazy in the chat. But let's see. <laughs> I can see why they wanted me to pull it up. They got some uh, some Omni Man artwork of you and uh, <laughs> and Corey. Here, let me show you. Uh, there it is, right there. Oh goodness! <laughs> you think you could talk about Invincible and no one would use this meme? Think, Corey. <laughs> think. Oh, that's that's beautiful, right there. Double ghost. Oh wow! Look at that. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. That's oh, amazing. that's amazing. Yeah, that's a good one. Sorry if I missed the chat. Yeah, that, that oh, was another thing. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh I, I think we 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 done good today, you know. I think I think things oh, went all right. Me. Yeah, love these memes. So, <laughs> sorry guys that I didn't have it ready. I had it open and then in the middle I was opening and closing stuff yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it closed it's okay. it on. It's me. all right. And yeah. If you you're happy, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. That well, was a great. Thing. <laughs> all me, of them. Yeah the 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 chat the chat is always on point. Make sure to uh, to go and uh, check out doubletoasted.com if you want to get into that chat and throw up your images. Thankfully, I'm surprised there's not one pregnant animal in there. I oh, feel it, like that's it, become it, a oh, thing. Did Mark Murders take the night off? I I guess so. <laughs> Because that's his thing. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure it's not just a chat thing? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Let me, let me, I'm opening up the wrong things here. And now, see, see, we, we've gone for too long. I'm starting to buckle. It's all right. <laughs> but uh, that's going to do it here for us at Double Toasted. Thank you so much for joining us. I've been Julian and Martin. Tell yes. them where can they find you? Oh, they can find me on Thread and Instagram at Martin underscore no fro or look for Martin Thomas on Facebook. Julian, where can they find you? You can find me at doubletoasted.com for right now and maybe more in the future. But make sure if you have any compliments, comments, concerns, and or advice, make sure to send an email to kcoolmans at gmail.com. K-C-O-O-L-M-A-N-Z at gmail.com. And find Double Toasted on Instagram. Find Instagram or find Double Toasted on TikTok and all the other places. Just, just type in Double Toasted to the Google Box machine and bam, you'll find us. All right. Whether you're watching this in the morning or in the evening, good night, good afternoon, no matter what, stay, stay toasted. toasted. I'll, I'll, I'll figure that out. You'll get it. I'll, I'll, I'll get it. Have a good night, everybody.